episode five. We're here at last. Before we get started, I'd just like to ask if you could continue to help us grow the show. That'd be amazing. Like us, share us, rate us, review us, all the stuff. You know how to do it. Um, if you've got any questions, comments, or feedback, you can email us at pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com or you can use the contact form on our website, pottervision.com. Anyway, here's episode five. Hello and welcome once again to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every week myself, Lucas Kirkby, and my co-host and fellow Pottervision boy, Tom Lawrenson, discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter books. Now this week it's episode five and it's Diagon Alley. Tom, how are you? I'm all right, baby. I'm all right, baby. Um, yeah, I've been good. Um, what a week. What a week it's been. Uh, what have you been up to? Went for a walk with my one true love oh, and yeah. uh, a baby threw a load of yoghurt at us. Really? On yeah. your walk? Uh, all down my leg. And it was annoying because, um, you see, you know me, I only wear cheap black trousers. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and when you wash cheap black trousers, ink goes immediately. Ink, you know, the colour goes from them. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, I don't want to put these in the wash right now because the black's going to go, mm. even though I had all this yogurt down them. Mm. So this morning, um, the yogurt is only three days old. I got a nice flannel, got it nice and wet, and give them a scrub. And has it come off? The uh, yeah, the colour did come off into the flannel. Cautionary <laughs> <laughs> well, tale. How about you? Have you been baby? Well, do you know what? I had nothing to talk about this week. It's been uh, quite a boring week until I noticed that you've now got your very own shelf. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what's been happening with you this week. <laughs> yeah. You've noticed, yeah, my uh, my stuff was all a clutter around my flat. Yeah. And uh, I was arguing with my partner that, um, you know, I've got nowhere to put my stuff. Yeah. So she cleared me out a shelf and uh, now all my stuff's on the shelf. <laughs> and can I just say, it's the most uh, unorganised array of tats. And what what a week you've had then. <laughs> it's been absolutely fantastic. Well, I've just been in work, but I'm taking up a few more days. I'm going to be full-time from, yeah. from next week. Uh, Maths tutoring. Maths tutoring, English tutoring. Um, uh, pop quiz, 10 times 10. Tw- uh, God, you're 100. <laughs> I panicked. Nine times nine. 81. I was good oh, with that he's one. good. I was good with that. Nine times ten. Nine times ten, 90. Oof. It's very good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, Let's see how um, your, your, uh, your wizard arithmetic uh, will come through at the end of the show. Oh, that'll be very interesting. So, are you ready for the rundown of this week's chapter? Give me that rundown. Run me down! I will. <laughs> chapter five, Diagon Alley. Harry wakes up, he's in the shack, but he thinks, was it all a dream? But it's not. Hagrid, big fat lump, he's there on the sofa, snoring away. Mm-hmm. He wakes up, he says, Harry, we've got to get all your stuff at Diagon Alley. Now they uh, they take the muggle route to get to Diagon Alley, and they take a boat and a, a train, and uh, to get to Diagon Alley, they're in London, they go into this pub called The Leaky Cauldron. Now, it's a bit like a Magic Weatherspoons, uh, but as soon as they walk in, everybody turns round, quiet. They can't believe it. Harry Potter is here, he's a celebrity, everyone wants to well, shake hey. his hand, get selfies, sign me tits. 
All that kind of stuff definitely happens. And then he also meets uh, Professor Quirrell, who's going to be uh, his teacher at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's got a bit of a stutter and he's a bit mysterious. He used to be quite, you know, brave and, and whatever. But ever since he went away for a year... He's been a bit different, so that's a bit spooky, and will probably mm. never be mentioned again. I, c- I can't think any reason why. No, me neither. Now then, they go through the back of the leaky cauldron, and he does a thing with his brolly, does Hagrid. He opens up the brick wall, and they enter Diagon Alley. It's a magical street full of magic shops. They sell brooms, they sell wands, they sell everything you could possibly need. But first, they need to go to Gringotts, the Wizarding Bank. There's only one wizarding bank, it's Gringotts. It's run by goblins mm-hmm. who are very mean and a bit mm-hmm. scary. Now, Harry doesn't realise this, but his parents have left him an absolute fortune. So many coins, he's absolutely filthy rich and he can buy everything he needs for school. Mm-hmm. But Hagrid has his own little mission. He needs to get something else from Vault 713, Strict Hogwarts Business. Right. Very mysterious. But now Harry's got his uh, his money, he can get everything. So he gets... Uh, he, uh, Hagrid buys him an owl, he buys all his books, he buys his robes, he gets his robes fitted, meets a bit of a horrible boy. We don't know who that is quite yet. But then he goes and buys his wand. Now, Ollivander is a very strange old man Mm -hmm. and he remembers every wand he's ever sold. And he gives Harry a few wands, you know, try this, try this, nothing works until one wand Mm -hmm. throws out all these magical sparks. And it just so happens that the same feather used in that wand was in Voldemort's wand. (gasps) So somehow they might be connected. We don't know what is going on. And with that, Hagrid uh, gives Harry his ticket to get on the Hogwarts Express in September. He sends him back off to the Dursleys. Mm -hmm. And Harry's wondering what on earth is going to happen next. Lovely. There we go. Good rundown. Thank you. It was a a lot went on. You you ran me down properly then. I did. I'm flat. Yeah, (laughs) I did not have to reverse back over you. You didn't crush me head with that rear tyre. You just (laughs) led some nice tyre marks across me tummy. (laughs) (laughs) I do like to please. They're going to scrape me off the pavement with a shovel. Now, I love this chapter. I I do. I think it was silly. It was funny. A lot of stuff happened. It was all over the place. So we start off at the uh, back of the shack. So it's confirmed. Yeah. They do sleep there. They do sleep there. You were correct. Yeah. There's a lot of things you were right about. Wow. You know, you're like the Oracle. You're going to have to blame him. So wake up in the shack. Yeah. uh, And Harry thinks he's in a dream. He does. I don't open my eyes yet. I want to stay in this dream. Wakes up. It's not a dream. Hagrid's there. An owl's tapping on the window. He wants paying for Mm -hmm. his newspaper. A very good service, these owls, because, yeah. you know, they don't just deliver it to the same address. They actually know where where you are moving about to. It's wild, though, isn't it? Yeah. I would love it, you know, if uh, if I went on holiday and I still got those pamphlets through for the takeaways. <laughs> hey, this is Blake. <laughs> it's a good track and trace system, isn't it? Very good. <laughs> I think the owls should be in charge of the NHS COVID app. But, like, um, like you know, if they're ever trying to like, find people. Yeah. Uh, Peter Pettigrew's probably dead. Send an owl. Send an owl. They will know where you are. Send an owl. Uh, oh, Voldemort. Voldemort's gone. Send an owl. Send seven owls. Yeah. 
one of them is going to find him. Yeah. yeah. Even if you just end up with like a skeleton flying back because he's attacked them. They wake up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> a skeleton flying back. Uh, they wake up and uh, Hagrid says, um, hope yourself to a sausage. Yeah. They're still good cold. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't finish him off last night. No. Hagrid is not going to go to sleep without having finished every last one. Now, what happens next is, he tells Harry, you're going to be going to get all your stuff. And they leave the island on the boat that the Dursleys <laughs> rode to get there. Now, how the heck are those three getting back? I'm expecting in three days there's going to be, in the news, a family of three uh, were found drowned on the coast of, like, Devon. <laughs> it's like, how are they getting back? <laughs> it's so funny that Hagrid's gone. Because he goes, um, how did you get here? I flew. How? How did you fly? Yeah, because he's not got his motorbike. Is, is, is it, has Hagrid, like Voldemort, got the ability of flying <laughs> How's he got there? Well, then also he says, oh, we can't fly back. I don't want to use uh, magic. I was only able to use magic come, come getting here. <laughs> but I can use me brally to make this a speedboat. <laughs> so he's happy to use magic to, to send that forward. And, and also, I feel like this is the third time that uh, Hagrid has done magic and then gone to Harry, hey, don't tell Hogwarts about this, will you? Harry has a lot of dirt I was on thinking Hagrid. That. And Harry each time goes, of course not, I won't, I won't tell him. But what if he did? I'd love that. Yeah. Uh, first thing, um, you know, uh, I don't know, meeting Dumbledore or whatever. By the way, do you know Hagrid uses magic constantly? What? Uh, what What spells is he doing? Oh, he doesn't really do spells. He kind of just points his, his umbrella at people like Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets whatever he wants. <laughs> Because he doesn't do a spell ever. He just points and he gets what he wants, doesn't he? Yeah. Which I think is more impressive. <laughs> I think if you can do magic without saying stuff... I know. You know. I like the idea that um, he can fly. I know he can't, but... Yeah. Um, when Voldemort flies, it's like a... Uh, it's quite a scary thing because he's oh, so yeah. slender in his cloak and stuff <laughs> yeah. in his face. But Hagrid, <laughs> imagine you were at Hogwarts and then yeah. the gameskeeper was just at your window. <laughs> Do you know what it reminds me of? Uh, the snowman. You know, we're walking yeah. in the air. I can imagine yeah. him being that big fat creature going, we're walking in the air. I think, I think I'd have preferred to see that in the film, like him holding Harry next to him. <laughs> How we go has, through the skies. He has got a snowman physique, doesn't he? He has got a snowman physique, a hundred percent. And Fang is definitely the snow dog from from the sequel. I liked, <laughs> I liked the snowman, and it's an interesting relationship, isn't it? Um, I don't think you get it much nowadays. Mm. Like a boy, like the snowman is a man, even yeah. though he's only a day old. Yeah, he's a man. He is a man, and he's taking a boy off. To walk in the air, you know, mm. to go dancing and playing mm. and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Why is that acceptable for snowmen, but not actual men? <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. So they're going to Gringotts. Yeah. And Harry, and Hagrid says, uh, you'd be mad to try and rob Gringotts. Oh, yeah. Harry goes, why? It's a bank. It's a bank. <laughs> you'd, be mad to rob, you'd be mad to rob Hedges BC. <laughs> what? Why? You'd be a, you'd be mad to to beat someone to an inch of their life. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think Harry might be a bit mad. 
<laughs> I think I love him. Uh, I think he's so he's such a weirdo. He's a weirdo. In this yeah. chapter, he is all over the place. Like, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, so, a, lot of, there's a lot of questions I have about. Still Harry. got your letter from Hogwarts. Oh yeah. yeah. Uniform, right? Yeah. How much used to getting out of that hat? You need one black pointy hat. <laughs> yeah. They only well they only use for it daily for daily use. Okay, yeah, daily use. It's going to be exhausted, you know, and especially like the Weasleys are going to have a second-hand one. I know. It's got, you know, the list of stuff. They're not taking into account that these kids have got to pay for all this. I was thinking, surely all this stuff, yeah, have it at Hogwarts. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like like in school, you know, you go in, they've got like thirty copies of the maths textbook. You go, uh, you need some, uh, you need some telescope, telescope. How often am I going to be using that? Yeah. Uh, you need some scales, scales. Yeah. Why would I need scales? Surely they have. It's, it's not like, you know, you go to high school. It's like, well, for cooking, you're going to need an oven. Hey! It's <laughs> not, yeah. Bringing an oven into school. Yeah. It's mad. DT, get your own vice. Get yeah. your own chisel. Yeah, you know, woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> you're not using our drills. No. That's mental, isn't it? Because Hogwarts, they've got to just have unlimited access to it. They're the only school in the British... Magic Kingdom. Yeah. They've got to have their own textbooks. They've got to supply... They, you know, the kids have got to buy the parchment, I'm the not, quills. I'm not that... Well, textbooks, fine. Yeah. Because you've got to do your own revision at your own wherever. Yeah, fair enough. Like, mm-hmm. but telescope and scales. It's mad, isn't it? They're not going to come cheap, are they? And, like, cauldron as well. Yeah. Like, can you not just have them in potions? It's mad. I can't... You can't just have one at each table. Yeah. But then, they supply all the broomsticks... Hmm. But yeah. only for first years. I don't understand that. First years are not allowing their own broomsticks. That's what I mean. So they get the school ones mm. in the first year, but then second year you can get your own. But you'd hand over the... No, what, how does she sound? Hand, ah. up, up, hand over the broom and say up. Up, up, up. <laughs> up. It's not funny, Harry. Um, so. So much was happening. Yeah. And Harry couldn't help but trust Hagrid. Yeah, it's just impossible not to. <laughs> I can't help but trust this man. So far, I know about him. He's not allowed to do magic, but he does. Yep. <laughs> he dropped out of high school. He's got uh, a lot of livestock living in his coat. <laughs> but you know, he's, he's got such a trusting face. <laughs> he's a fat shamer. There's <laughs> just something about him. Yeah, something he says, about him. He says, come with me, and I go... <laughs> I would not trust Hagrid at all. Who... Hey, right, I've got another question for you. You're Dumbledore. Yeah. You're busy, but you've got to send one member of staff to look after Harry for a bit, take him to buy stuff. Who do you Who do you rely on with that job? <laughs> uh, and I can't send my most trusted, mem- valued member of staff, Hagrid. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't um, send reliable Hagrid. Who was uh, expelled in year three... <laughs> No, you can't send him. Um, <laughs> constantly disobeys orders. No, you can't send him. Constantly buying illegal creatures. No, you can't send him. <laughs> like, who lives on the school grounds? I can't send him, my no. best friend. No, you can't. Who <laughs> well, I'm not sure has ever had a girlfriend. <laughs> well, what a different bug it would be if Filch took him round Diagon Alley. 
Who did you send? Who did you send? You sent bloody McGonagall. Yeah, McGonagall. What, is she not? Is she too busy? Yeah, she Maybe. Busy. What is she? What's her title? Deputy. You need somebody like Madame Hooch or, uh, you know, like uh, Professor Sprout or something. Madame, like I that. think the Dursleys would have kicked off ten times more if Madame Hooch had knocked on the door with that haircut. Do you think? They'd be like, not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. She has her appearance doesn't adhere to our views. <laughs> um, who would you send? Um, well, Snape's not going to go, is he? Uh, no. I don't know. Flitwick? <laughs> <laughs> Snape. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Flitwick might be a good one, but then I think Vernon could overpower Flitwick. Yeah. Will you stop, right? All we're going to hear the whole of this episode is you <laughs> pulling off your six coffees for a free coffee. Card. If you hate me, yeah, then why don't you kill me? I will. Once we've done this podcast. Yeah, but it's the funny. It is, why is Hagrid Dumbledore's most trusted? I would trust Hagrid with my life. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> but. And so uh, they wander into the Leaky Cauldron, they which do. is the entrance to Diagon Alley. Yeah. So they go into the Leaky Con- Cauldron, uh, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the, uh, the bartender whispers. Bless my soul. <laughs> Bless my soul. Herc is on a roll. Person of the week of every Greek opinion poll. Yeah. <laughs> Bless my soul. Could it be Harry Potter? That I love. I love yeah. this scene. It's fantastic. So they all swarm on him. Yeah. Doris Crockyard. I can't believe I'm meeting you at last. <laughs> at last. Why would you ever meet me? Yeah. Who are you? She's a night like Doris Crockford, right? She. She's a nightmare. She doesn't. She's one of those people, you know, when like there's a big queue of people to see like somebody after a show or whatever, mm. and they spend so long. They right, just get your picture, yeah. have your book signed, and leave. <laughs> they don't want to know what you've had for your tea or what your collection is. You know, you know, you're sat in the queue waiting to have like your yeah. book signed by Stuart Lee or whoever or whatever. Uh, yeah. And you're like, bloody hell. You think that, because you're like, I think, in my head, I'm like, oh, be quick as you can. Thank you, I love you. Sign that. Goodbye, I'm sorry to bother you. Yeah. Yeah, but then people are like, I can't believe, Stuart Lee, I'm meeting you at last. I was born in 1952. Same year as you, I think. <laughs> oh, well. It's just mad, because like, it's just the thing of you can see the queue of like 100 yeah. people. And you know that if every person spends a minute, that's yeah. going to be like nearly two hours that this person has to spend. Uh, and you're there for five minutes. Hey, sign this, sign this. I was in a picture. Most people have got a thing inside them mm. where they think, oh, I'm in the way of other people. Yeah. I need uh, to be like less of a bother. Everyone is flocking around them. And who do we see introduce himself again? Daedalus Diggle! <laughs> Daedalus Diggle! He's, he's a nightmare. He's bloke. back. So, what made me think this is the third, this is the third um, time we've had mention. Are we five chapters in? Yeah. Third time Daedalus Diggle has been mentioned. Yeah. Right? I think he's going to be a big character. We, we didn't even realise. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even realise it was uh, it was him the second time. No. Because the first one was uh, fireworks. Yeah. He was like, uh, oh, there's been fireworks. Like, oh, that's probably a uh, Daedalus Diggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one, a uh, man in a top hat bowed at Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you. You bowed at me in Waitrose. He remembers me! <laughs> but he's like, of course he remembers you. It's like, <laughs> like somebody's saying... 
Hey, uh, you know that Harry Potter? I was uh, dressed as uh, an astronaut and danced in front of him once. <laughs> hey, I remember you. Oh, do you know that? He remembers me, a massive weirdo, bowing at him. Wow, I can't believe it. he remembers me. But bowing at people is... I, um, I don't even think it's a wizard thing that much, is it? Because I know Harry, <laughs> in book three, he bows at that um, book beak... Doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a ceremony, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe they bow during dancing. Yeah, they do it before dueling as and well, dueling. I think. Yeah. Maybe a little bit then. Yeah. But but also, I, I think it's a very... Sh- bowing is happening, but go on. A lot of bowing, I think. But it's a very strange thing, isn't it? Because a, a bow... Yeah, a bow is saying thank you, isn't it? And uh, mm. showing, like, sub- subordination. Yeah. But uh, I think it's an interesting thing to do. Because they must know that he's unaware of his fame. And he's 11. And he's 11. So and you'd look 11. at him and you might whisper, you go, oh, there's Harry Potter. But you don't think, hey, I'll run and bow to him. Imagine if me and you were out and about. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there was a, <laughs> a no, 11-year-old boy that I recognise from some kind of media format. Maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe he's like a YouTuber or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, just a minute. And I was like, give him a bow. Like, like <laughs> I went over and started bowing at him. I'm trying to think of a famous, like, child. The only person I can think of is Greta Thunberg. I was thinking of Justin Bieber. Were you? <laughs> what, that 30-year-old man? <laughs> <laughs> I think you always, like, think of somebody as a child. You know, well, like the, well, the Olsen twins when, thing, all oh, those little teenagers. Well, when you're a kid, you know the children's celebrities, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But then when you get older, you don't know the children's celebrities. No. Because hopefully you're not a paedophile. <laughs> 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 but then by the time you by the time you know them they'll be adults. But then people are like, Oh I love that boy, Harry Styles. Like, Harry Styles, he's like he's like in his late twenties, he's not a child. So they're all swarming round Harry. Yeah, they are. Uh, and who introduced himself? Professor Quirrell, as, yes. as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And unlike in the film, he grasps Harry's hand. Yeah. He shakes his hand. Yeah. Um and like he's stuttering and stuff. Do you know what I want to say about this? What? And this is... I've got a bit of a conundrum about this because there's a couple of things that don't make sense to me. Tell me more. Tell me more. So, there's a bit where Hagrid says, Quirrell used to be fine, then he went away for a year, now he stutters. Yeah. And my first thought was, that's when Voldemort got hold of him Mm -hmm. and that's when he became possessed or nervous or whatever. But then my other thought to that is what you just mentioned, the fact that he touches him without mm. do, uh, doing anything. Yeah. And also Harry doesn't... Usually when he's near Voldemort, he gets a headache yeah. or his scar hurts and yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah. Which is making me think... He's not possessed him yet. Yeah, he, he either know. I, I reckon he probably knows Voldemort already, but he's not yet on the back of his head. Yeah. Because... <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Did he always wear a turban as well? Because we he's, he's got the virus, but he's not got the disease. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, true. <laughs> that's horrible. Because, like, <laughs> we assume that the turban is to hide his hide Voldemort. Yeah. Or has he always worn that? Yes. Then they go through into yeah. Diagon Alley. Yes. Harry is blown away by it all, isn't he? He's like, oh my god, eyes darting back and forth. I wish I had. Eight eyes. He's mental. <laughs> you don't right. You don't wish you had eight eyes. You wish you had more time to look at stuff. 
If he had eight eyes pointing in every direction, the headache he would get. He, want, he wants everything at once. Yeah. He want... <laughs> you, you would, why would you wish for it? You, you thought would be, I wish I had more time to look round at everything. Not, oh, I wish I could look at everything at once. I want everything now. <laughs> Don't care how, I want it now. Anything from the trolley, boys? Yes, everything. <laughs> he just wants it all. Please, give, give it, I want everything. Well, and he want, He tries to buy a gold cauldron at one point. What like, ostentatious boy. He's mad. Like they say, uh, you're supposed to get pewter. And he wants gold. He's going to get bullied if he takes that in. God, imagine. Imagine taking in a gold cauldron. Yeah. Oh, right. You've got a gold cauldron. That's like going into school with a Rolex on. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a Rolex. Why have you got a Rolex? It'll, it'll just be known as Goldron Boy. No, but it's not even the same as a Rolex, is it? Because a cauldron is something that you're not going to use all the time. It's like coming in with, like... A gold-plated PE kit. A gold protractor. Yeah. A, a gold. golden protractor. The golden compass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's uh, what the uh, Philip Pullman book is all about. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> he almost bought himself... Finally, he's got a bit of money. <laughs> he's like, yeah, finally he's got a bit of money. Oh, I'd like a solid gold cauldron. Yeah. Well, you are still wearing your cousin's underpants. <laughs> Maybe you want to buy some... <laughs> New underpants. <laughs> you need to get your priorities right, oh, Harry. Underpants don't retain value. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking about investing it. <laughs> now, before we get to Gringotts, there's something I wanted to ask you. Uh, Harry learns about the Ministry of Magic, <laughs> and Hagrid says the primary function of the Ministry of Magic is to stop. Muggles finding out about magic. Mm -hmm. And when Harry says why, he says because otherwise Muggles would want magic solutions <laughs> to all their problems. Yeah. My question for you, Tom Lawrenson, yeah. is what magic or what problems could be solved with magic <laughs> in your life? Ooh, uh, wizards, you couldn't help us out with some of these diseases and starvation, could you? Oh, you muggles! <laughs> you want everything, don't you? You were, oh my. You couldn't stop some of these war. Oh, you muggles! <laughs> Just don't want them involved whatsoever. This can't be bothered. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? Uh, they mm. can't. Magic solutions would I like in my life? I'd like more time. Yeah. Would like you have more. that time turner? Um. I think I just like a time stopper every night, you oh, know. Burner's watch. I get to stop time for the world and just like crack on for a bit. Yeah. And get a bit of rest. Oh, that'd be good. No. But then you'd age quicker than everybody else if you use that regularly. Well, yeah, sure. That's true. Um, maybe I'd like uh, I'd like more energy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that anything? I don't know if they can do that with magic. I'd like to live as long as a wizard. That's true. How long do they live? Dumbledore. How old's Dumbledore? Yeah, it's got to be at least 50. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I think a beard can be quite like... Uh, you know, it can, like, cloud how old somebody is. I think somebody with a big beard, you automatically think, they're ancient. But then, actually, they're 25, <laughs> that bloke is. Yeah, a beard. I always thought about doing that when I was younger. Like, if, um, you know, say if you wanted to buy booze and you yeah. just went into a, an off-licence with a big fake beard on yeah. and a pair of glasses. Honestly, as soon as I grew a beard, I never got ID'd. Yeah. And, uh, I was, like, 18, 19, but then if I shaved my beard off, I'd always get ID'd. Yeah. Well, then my mate, he didn't have a beard, but he was very tall. 
But whenever he would go on a out to a house party, he would buy everybody's booze. Mm. And but what he would do to convince them that he was an adult yeah. is he would also buy bread and milk, <laughs> <laughs> so that they thought he was like a family man or whatever. Really? So he'd go into like co-op or whatever, and he'd get like twelve pack of tinnies, bottle of vodka, uh, big bottle of rum, and then like, <laughs> and then like Half a king's meal and a pint of milk. And they would never ID him, ever. They would never ID him. He's just like, oh, this bloke's an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, well, it's perfect as well, because then when you wake up, hangover food. <laughs> milk. Bread and milk. Bread and milk in the morning. To oh, you, lovely uh... prison hangover food. <laughs> but it worked every time. He never got ID'd. It was uh, fantastic. Did your accent get stronger when you go back to, back home? Do you, uh, do you think you put one on, or do you always stay the same? I never, I, I never really had a Welsh Welsh accent. Yeah, because I always thought you were probably English when I. Yeah, even when I moved to Manchester, I never had a, a Welsh accent. But then, uh, but living here, my Manchester accent has got more mank. Yeah, is there any, what, are there any words you pronounced uh, more Welsh? Um, oh, there's one, but I can't remember. And I don't know it's, what it um... is. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I'll do stuff like that. So, like, if I have to say a Welsh name, I'll yeah. pronounce it properly. Because I went to a Welsh school, you see, so all our lessons were in Welsh. That's, yeah, it's kind of like when I, I don't know, because I know a bit of Spanish, I'll say a Spanish word properly. Yeah. You know, like it... from ordering food. And can I get some paella? Yeah. No. I think it would be weird to live in Manchester and then go, Clan Dudno, <laughs> when, uh, when, you know, I know what to say it. So. I'm not even sure. I think most people wouldn't even call it Clan Dudno. They'd call it Lan Dudno. Yeah, it's either Clan or Lan, but it's a, a, a Lan Dudno. Yeah. Yeah. Poor old souls. So, they go into uh, Gringotts Bank, yeah. the Wizarding Bank. Yeah. Now, I'm going to read to you uh, the poem yeah. that they have on the wall, and yeah. then I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Okay, so this is what they have to ward off thieves. Are you ready for this? Yes. Enter, stranger, but take heed of what awaits the sin of greed. For those who take but do not earn must pay most dearly in their turn. So if you seek beneath our floors a treasure that was never yours, thief, you have been warned, beware of finding more than treasure there. Mm -hmm. My question is... Yeah. Do you feel like that is more effective than the cardboard cutout of policemen that B&M bargains <laughs> use? What do you think? Well, if you read the last line again... Yes. Thief, you have been warned, beware of finding more than treasure there. It's not a threat. Oh, there's more than treasure. <laughs> oh, what's down there? Uh, I assume they're referring to the dragons that they yeah, but, down there. Yeah, but if you're new to the wizarding world, oh, beach babes. <laughs> I imagine. Maybe, maybe, maybe David Hasselhoff's down there and Pamela Anderson. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to go down and have a look. Yeah, and, they, and to be fair, in the early 90s, they wouldn't have been ancient like they are now. Why would you be mad to steal from Gringotts, Hagrid? Or oh, because uh, it's miles but underneath the underground. I'll be ready, I'll be ready. What's that? That's the theme of Baywatch. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and you'd die of starvation trying to get out. Yeah. I won't go that, I won't go that far down. But can I, you know, if you're a master criminal, are you going to stop to read the poetry on the wall? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, yeah, you are, because you're a master. Yeah, that's true. Is that more... That, them, um, I think the cut-out policemen's at B&M Bargains, mm. they must do a bit of a trick, because you they go... They do work, apparently they do work. Because you go, oh, yeah, the police exist. Yeah. Have you got friends who steal? Uh, have you had any friends who steal? I think, yeah, school friends who steal. School, yeah, I think stuff. people grow out of it, but, mm. like, uh, some people just not afraid to steal. Yeah. I can't steal. Have Awful. You ever, have you ever stolen anything? Only by accident. Oh, I remember this story. What's the story? This was in Edinburgh. Well, I've told the one about the Beano, but this was in Edinburgh Airport, and <sighs> I picked up... Uh, <laughs> I was in M&S, and I picked up uh, a thing of lemonade and some mints. <laughs> you forgot to pay... Walked out. Went into a different shop. Yeah. <laughs> then I remembered I'd not paid. Walked back in thinking it was the same shop, but it was actually WH Smith. Yeah. Went to pay for them, and one of the mints wasn't scanning. And they went, I don't think we sell them here. <laughs> but then they still took the money for the lemonade. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I accidentally paid for the wrong things in the wrong shop. Mm. Mm. Easily done. But I've never willingly stolen something. Stole sweets and stuff when I was a kid. Did you from then, a shop? Yeah, and then you feel guilty afterwards. Not not a small shop, uh, Tesco. It mm. doesn't really matter when it's a massive chain. Yeah, big conglomerates. Tough. Yeah. Um, and then once I was in Halfords and I stole a a clip on water bottle yeah. for a kid's bicycle. I was like, I want that, and I took it. Yeah. And I uh, with the family and I walked out. And then we were in the car on the way home. I showed my sister. I went, look at this. Mm. And she looked at me with great shame. Yeah. And she said, go put that in the bin now. And did you? I want to put it in the bin. Did you? Yeah. Wow. As punishment. If my parents had seen that, they'd have been like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Crack on, lad. That's so funny. <laughs> my sister was like, oof. And yeah. I think that, honestly, I put it in the bin and the guilt was gone. Yeah. Bang, oh. and the guilt was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Always throw away what you steal. <laughs> Have you got any stolen items? <laughs> throw them in the bin. I'm Barry Scott and I'm a multiple thief. Bang and the guilt is gone. <laughs> you can steal anything. Money, things from the supermarket. Well, you just chuck it in the dustbin and all that terrible, terrible shame will go away. <laughs> I love it. Bang and the guilt is gone. What a great idea. Who cares that the little cratchit family now now have turkey for Christmas? You just chuck it in the bin and you'll feel no remorse whatsoever. Oh, I just put it in the bin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it was a Thomas the Tank Engine water bottle as well. Oh, yeah. Nothing screams guilt more than that face. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you couldn't have been drinking out of Percy for the next uh, three years. <laughs> so, they go up to... Um, uh, I forget his name. Griphook. Is it Griphook, or is that the one that no, takes him round? Te- Griphook takes him round. It's, I, I don't think they named the other goblin. Unnamed. They go up to him, um, and he says... Uh, and he, To be honest, in the book he says, and does Mr. Poster have his key? He doesn't say it nasty. They're quite professional, aren't they? Yeah, they're professional, they're nice. Yeah. You know. Yeah, here it is. Very good. Yeah. yeah. In the film. And does Mr. Potter have his key? Yeah, they're a bit more evil, well, aren't they? Chill out, yeah, he does. And they're very, I think. What, like... what was he expecting him to say? Because he yeah. was a bit let down when he said, yeah. And yeah. does Mr. Potter have his key? No. Then get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're very accommodating as well. Like, there's a point where Hagrid empties his pocket and he spills mouldy dog biscuits on this guy's book. And he, yeah. and he doesn't 
get annoyed at all. Yeah. He, just, he, he wrinkles his nose. That's all he does. If I was working in an accountancy, <laughs> right, and somebody, like, just, like, let loose a load of mouldy bonio on my ledger, I would be fuming. I would like, yeah. do you mind? You know, this is the, I keep my books in, um, in order on here. Do you mind not throwing your horrible pet food on me? Is that what you'd say? I'd be very annoyed. Uh, you come up, right, so I'm the accountant, you do it to me. Yeah. Oh, and uh, does Mr. Potter have his key? Yeah, hang on just a minute. Oh, sorry. You can get out. <laughs> exactly. Get out. I'm mm-hmm. not having that. You know, you wouldn't just wrinkle your nose. You, why don't you come up? Why don't you come back and I flip my uh, what do you what do you call that? Like a desk. Yeah, no, the uh, uh, ledger. Ledger. I flip my ledger over and I'd say, "How about you come back when you got a bit of respect, pal?" Yeah. My exactly. manager comes over. Is there a problem here? And I go, "Is there a problem here? Something's wrong with this bloke." Yeah. And then the manager would be like, "I agree. Get out." <laughs> He's just. And then my manager say, "Well, you don't have to flip." Uh, you ledger over you're yeah. a representative of this company that's true and you're making us look very unprofessional yeah and then I say then I quit yeah <laughs> but also who cares how unprofessional they are because they're the only bank it's not as if you're like well I'm going to take my custom elsewhere are you yeah where to <laughs> under my bed <laughs> have you ever quit uh <laughs> No, I've not quit a job, but I was once uh, I was once elected as uh, my class's representative on the school council. Oh yeah, at high school, and uh, what you do is you talk to the class about what they want to change about the school and any improvements they can make. And the first meeting I had with the class is they said we don't like singing the hymns at assembly. Yeah. So I went to the council meeting and I said, my class and me doesn't like singing the (laughs) hymns at assembly. And then the teacher who was in charge said, well, we're always going to keep the hymns in assembly. And then I was like, well, what's the point in the school counselling? <laughs> You're not going to change stuff. Yeah. And so what I did was uh, I decided I was going to quit because you're supposed to do it for the year or the term or whatever. But then uh, I had a vice counsellor and I thought, I won't tell anybody. I'll just like drop a bombshell. So when it's the bit where you relay back to the class what happened at the meeting, I just went, uh, I've not got much to report, but I'd like to announce that I will be stepping down as a school councillor. <laughs> I would like to uh, congratulate my vice councillor, Elizabeth, who has now been promoted. <laughs> and she didn't know that was going to happen. Did she like it or was she upset? She was surprised, but I think she enjoyed uh, She quite uh, enjoyed the promotion. I'd like the promotion. I can't believe you give it up that early. You, did you? Because you thought you were going to go in and start changing things. You can't be getting rid of the hymns. Are you mental? <laughs> what year was this in? Like seven or eight. Year seven and eight, and think, thinking that you're going to get rid of the hymns. Well, I think I think as I think I was pessimistic anyway, and just didn't want to. I didn't want to do it anyway. So did you? Did you elect? Did you like campaign? No, no, they just vote. I think I think it was literally in the class. Does anybody want to do it? You put your hand up. Yeah. Right, three people. Let's vote. My friend uh, Lewis Shaw, friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, campaigned to be student president, mm-hmm. and his campaign slogan was, "You be sure to vote for Lewis Shaw." I I know that because you've told me that, and I love it. <laughs> I think I tell you once a week. It's a great slogan. <laughs> be sure to vote for Lewis Shaw. We always said if he had his own TV show, it'd be uh, L.A. Shaw, attorney at law. Yeah because his name is Lewis Alexander Shaw. If you want his address, write in and I'll give it to you. Yeah. I mean, over the course of this podcast, uh, we will reveal all of his personal details. Uh, five episodes in, you've got his full name. But um, I've quit a number of times. I've wanted to quit. I've quit from the Pleasure Beach. I went 
I just because they tried to make me go on a different ride. I went, I'm out of here. <laughs> Shove it. I'm not going on Revolution. <laughs> I'm Big Dipper till I die. I can't believe this. I've been demoted to Valhalla. <laughs> you can just yeah, you could. I've quit loads. You just like you don't go in and then you don't answer your phone. It's great. That's not quitting. That's just not going in until they ring you up and then. No, and then quitting. No, well, I've quit a uh, big, di- uh, big dipper. I just went. I'm quitting now and just left. Yeah. Uh, but like, I quit like call center jobs. So he just, well, I'm not going in there anymore. And then, like, what are they going to do? Make you come in? They don't. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I suppose that's somewhere that you would never ask for a reference. I wish I'd quit once. I was working. There. <laughs> I always think. I think back to this quite a lot. I was working as an yeah. estate agent. And um, these people had just moved into a house. These two girls, and they had their dad with them. And they were going around the house, like, with the inventory. Yeah. Making sure everything was in order. And the dad wouldn't stop giving me a hard time. Mm. Like, honestly, he was being such a baby. Like, honestly, he was just shouting and stuff and being, like, a proper arse. Like, yeah. going... And he was like, uh, that needs fixing. And it'd be, like, maybe, like, a, um, a skirting board that was a little yeah, bit yeah. loose. And I'd be like, oh, I'll get it fixed. And he'd go, When? And I'd say, I don't know, I'll have to like talk to the landlord, arrange a contractor, and then get a date. And he could no, when? Like that's right, me. yeah. Being a proper house about stuff. And I was downstairs, and I heard him upstairs, and I heard him say to the girls, uh, I'm being like this because I'm getting my revenge on estate agents. I wish, eh? I'd, I wish I'd said to him, why don't you tell my boss I've quit because you're a dick or something like that. <laughs> what, yeah. was, what, what story that'd be? Yeah. And then he has to ring, he just quit, why? Because I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> People are insane, though, aren't uh, they? Like, what? How? Why would you group those people together? Yeah, it's like you know, uh, it's racist men- mentality. That is. Yeah, it's like having what you know. I don't know. <laughs> one time in Burger King, you have a, a coke spilt on you. Yeah. The next time you're in McDonald's, when are me fries? <laughs> Give me the now. And then you sat down. I hate any fast food workers. I'm getting me revenge on them. The lot of them. They're all doing their A levels. Do you mind? <laughs> Mm. Not good. So they go down into the vaults. Harry's surprised. Oh, bit cavey now. Oh, yeah. What happened to the marble? They get a grip hook. And also, he's only a head shorter than Harry. Not that short. Yeah. They're not like, maybe, they would have had to get jockeys to play them in the film, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Or children. Or yeah. smaller children. Children. Or yeah. small, smaller people. Yeah. Got, well, they got Warwick Davis, they got, And they? Uh, what's he called? Lamp, um, please. Lamp, please. Uh, Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. And Vern Troyer is like three foot, I reckon. He's a lot smaller than Warwick, oh, isn't three he? Three foot. What? Well, was he's uh, passed away now, God rest his soul. God rest his soul, Herc is on a roll. <laughs> 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 and now, then, so, they are whizzed about. Yeah. Right, in, these, uh, in this thing. Harry. Too inquisitive. Yeah. Oh, I tried to keep track, but I couldn't. Why are you trying to keep track? Are you coming back? Yeah. Left, right, I can't keep up. Asking questions. Oh, Hagrid, is it stalagmite or stalagmite? I can never remember. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But I love Hagrid's response. That's a great joke. What's the difference between stalagmites and stalactites? (laughs) Stalagmite's got an M in it. (laughs) That's a good one, that, Hagrid. right, right. But also, I, I'm, we now, I feel like we are now confident with the level of motion that Hagrid is comfortable with. Mm-hmm. He can uh, fly a motorcycle. <laughs> he can go on a speedboat. Uh, yeah. But minecarts, no siree. That is his limit. Too fast. And like this boy, I think it's at this point that Hagrid, he's had about 12 hours with Harry now. Yeah. And he's, he's like, 
I'm a bit done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes for the pint. He's, no, he's like, can you can you stop asking me questions? <laughs> Harry's leaning out of the car. What's down there? Harry, Hagrid pulls him back in. Stop it. Yeah. Like, what's... It, it must be a nightmare because he's never... What's in that vault? None of your business. <laughs> None of your business. Do you think it's clear to every reader who hasn't seen, read this before, yeah. or seen the film... That in that package is the Philosopher's Stone. No. But... No? I don't think... think If you're reading that for the first time, the book is called The Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. And he's got a little package, mysterious. I don't think I'd guess that at all. But can I just say, he calls it... There is a little bit of a connection because he calls it the Mm you-know-what, which always makes me think of Mm you-know-who. So I don't know if that's a deliberate connection between... The Philosopher's Stone and Voldemort. So yeah. The fact that they call it a you-know-what. <laughs> but no, I think when you're a kid, you, I don't think you ever... I think you just take it for what it is and go, all right, mysterious package, okay? <laughs> well, a normal kid would. Yeah. Not Harry Potter. No. What's that? Yeah, he's clever. <laughs> is that all my money, Hagrid? Yes, it is. How much is in your bank account, Hagrid? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me? How much do you earn at Hogwarts? How much tax do you pay on that? Is there a pension scheme? Hey, what? Shut up. Do you have to pay rent for that? Oh. <laughs> is that why you got so much excess money to spend on myth- mythical creatures? Why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? Where do babies come from, Hagrid? Oh, I'm going to be sick. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> and then, uh, right, we've got to buy my robes now. Oh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit sick, Harry. I'm going to go for a pint. <laughs> Definitely going to help. Oh, that, that'd sort you out, wouldn't it, if you're feeling sick? Some alcohol! <laughs> now, Harry, <laughs> he's just left on his own to, to do all this stuff. But the, we're assuming we're meeting Malfoy in the road. Yeah, yeah. It's got to Point, be Malfoy. Pointed nose, pointed face. It's got to be him. Now, his family, I think they've got a great system. He gets his robes, mum's getting books, dad's getting wand. They're gonna be they're gonna be done in an hour with Diagon Alley, right? Whereas Hagrid's like, Harry, you go get your robes, I'm going for a pint. And then he, I've got ice cream, I bought some like, Hagrid, can you just like help me with the shopping? You're getting ice cream, pints. I know, my dad does that when he goes shopping with my mum, just wanders off. Oh, could you get back? Look at these, they're a pound, we don't need them. (laughs) But, yeah. Look how cheap these parasols are. We don't need one. (laughs) But, yeah, so we meet Malfoy. Now, Harry says he reminds him of Dudley, Mm -hmm. whereas I think they're completely different. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dudley is like instinctively a dum dum. Yeah. Boisterous, fighty, big, bolshy. He's not a snob. No, he's not a snob. You could dress Dudley in dirty trousers. Yeah. And he'd go, whatever. Yeah. He's as a... long as you're feeding me, as long as you're breeding me. <laughs> when <laughs> I'm, I'm 64. Be... <laughs> yeah. He's going to be happy. <laughs> Where will you feed me? Will you still breed me? <laughs> breed me. <laughs> I want to keep my species alive. Will you breed me, please? <laughs> no, but like, yeah. So, oh, it reminded me of Dudley. My father. I don't think you'd get Dudley saying, "My father." My father's the fattest man on the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> my father runs a drill company. Really. Yeah. But yeah, and he, I think Malfoy is a is a more calculated. I I loved this. Did Go you on, carry on? Go on, Cal- no, you, you... calculate. So it was. So we've had to say bye bye to Dudley. Mm-hmm. Right. Enter. <coughs> Enter Draco. Yes. How brilliant. Because 
we've got a bit of bloody, you know, antidote to, to Harry's peppiness. Yeah. Like, great, we've got someone back to strike him down. Yeah, he, he needs a bit of that. But he's, yeah, he's definitely, whereas like Dudley is just like a childish imp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malfoy is, you know, he, he's anti-muggles, he's anti-mudblood, he's... Um, looks down on anybody who's poor. Yeah. He's just horrid, and he's nosy as well. Yeah. Very nosy. Yeah, he goes. Uh, he goes. <laughs> he goes. Uh, what? Uh, no, he goes. Uh, he goes. Um, Hogwarts two. Yeah. <laughs> Where else would I be? Hogwarts two. No smeltings. Huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, uh, he goes, oh, I'm going to be in Slytherin. Slytherin. Imagine being in Hufflepuff. I think I'd leave. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Draco Malfoy. Hufflepuff. Nah, <laughs> see ya. That would be so funny, of Malfoy going up to the sorting hat with his bags packed just in case. <laughs> right, well, just in case this goes the other way. <laughs> Hufflepuff. I'm off. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> but it's it's just, I suppose it's just the thought of it. But being in Hufflepuff, you'd get the same education. Do you even have the choice. Do you reckon if like you go, no, I don't mean Hufflepuff, then they go like, right, we'll find a job for you. Uh, keeper of the keys is taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, what's he called? Uh, Filch has to be the caretaker as well, doesn't it? He? And he's yeah. a he's a squib. He's a squib, yeah. But it's like caretaker's taken. Uh, keeper of the keys is taken. Um, Electrician, I don't know. Uh, dinner lady. Dinner lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they have dinner ladies. But because um, he... he said also, he goes, um, oh look at him out there putting at <clears throat> Hagrid <laughs> with his ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a human thing of not coming into a shop when you've got yeah, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh, ice creams. Ice cream. I can't come in. Hagrid, I'm having robes fitted. Who knows how long this is going to take? Yeah. What are you doing? No idea. Coming in. I've got, like... Every rumour Malfoy has heard about Hagrid is 100% true. I've heard he lives in a hut, and often he gets drunk and does magic in it. Yep, definitely happens. And he sets his bed on fire. Yep, 100%. 100%. All of that happens. I've heard he rolls around on the green in front of his house when he's hung over, howling. Yeah? Yeah. 100% happens. 100% happens. I've heard he sometimes comes into the Great Hall in just his underpants. Yes, yes, that, that happens, yes. At least once a term, that is true. That is... Oh, my best friend. <laughs> Why do you keep defending him, uh, Dumbledore? I take most of my best friends, uh, high school boys. <laughs> One of my first best friends was Tom Riddle. Uh, and Hagrid, he's a good friend. Harry's the next one. <laughs> Just lining up these boys. Harry will be my next best friend, <laughs> but I'm going to be a bit cold with him. Keep him keen. <laughs> Treat them mean, keep him keen. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I can't believe... So Malfoy goes, I can't believe they let those muggle-borns in. I wish they wouldn't. Can you believe they only find out about Hogwarts when they get their letter? Yeah, I can, yeah. Yeah, I can. It happened to me, that. <laughs> it's exciting, though, that, isn't it? The idea that um, you may be, like, anyone could just all of a sudden become a uh, witcher wizard. Yes. That makes me think that 
that comes from someone like Filch, mm-hmm. yeah, who was born into a wisdom family with yeah. no ability, yeah. then goes, do you know what? I'm going to go be a muggle then. Yeah. Because what's the point? Yeah. So you go off as a squib and you go live in the muggle world and then a few generations down the line, wizard comes out. Yeah. It's bound to happen, isn't it? Yeah. But that's... I think it's nice that... Uh, talking about Filch, you know, I think it is nice that he has stayed in the wizarding world. Yeah. That he didn't decide, oh, I'm just going to become... You think that's nice? Yeah. You think that's nice? Well, not nice for him, but I think it's a nice decision that he's made. He he cleans out toilets. So even in the wisdom world, yeah. he's like, you know... He, that's interesting. He's like, you know, the <laughs> lowest... Like, he didn't think, do you know what, I'm just going to go... He could. He must be able to get some wizard go, do you know what, could you just copy me a load of uh, muggle money... Yeah. Right. You can, I know you can. Yeah. You can yeah, just yeah. replicate, and then I'm just gonna go live, and just I won't tell anyone about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, uh, I'm just gonna clean up some shits. <laughs> <laughs> but also, them in choosing the caretaker, we could get a wizard who could just magic the brooms to clear out the toilets and uh, wipe up shit, or we could get a man to physically do it. Every, you know, that there's like a toilet on every floor for every house. There's like four, there's about 30 toilets in Hogwarts. And that man has to clean them all out by hand when one simple charm would do it all. <laughs> mental, absolutely mental. Um, and then, um, so, uh, Harry goes away from Draco, um, a bit uh, upset because he's insulted Muggleborn. Yeah. He's been insulting everyone, yada, yada, yada. And then uh, he tells Hagrid, he was insulting Muggleborn. He goes, oh, how dare he? One of the finest witches uh, had a Muggle sister. I'm talking about, like... Petunia. Uh, Petunia's like, excuse me, can you can you stop? Yeah. <laughs> Petunia said nothing to you. Like, yeah. She's got, and what a bitch she was. Excuse me, that's my auntie. Yeah. You want to calm it down a bit? Yeah, he's only met her once, and she hardly said anything. If you started slagging off one of your family members... Yeah. Yeah. Me having met her once, and I was like, yeah, you're right. She is horrible. You'd be like, well, it's not for you to say, really. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Because you will slag off your own, like, friends and family. Yeah. And if somebody else does, you're like, excuse me, only I'm allowed <laughs> to slag off my friends. Or if, like, you slag off your own hometown, oh, uh, uh, I'll do it sometimes. I go, oh, Blackpool, or oh, I hate it sometimes. And someone will go, yeah, people from Blackpool have got disgusting teeth. And you're like, what? No, they haven't. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, yeah. They want to pop for. Well, people like to do that when, like, um, sometimes someone will break up with their partner. And, oh, yeah, we broke up. And the person will be like, oh, I didn't like them anyway. I thought they were a slag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I was hey. going to marry that person. <laughs> um, and then. Yeah. Introducing. Yeah. Brat Harry. Yeah. So he goes, uh, so he's, uh, oh, he said, uh, what's Slytherin, what's Hufflepuff to, ha- to Hagrid? Yeah. And he goes, oh, those are houses. And he goes, oh, I bet I'd be in Hufflepuff. Like, excuse me, you'd be lucky to be anywhere. Yeah. Go back to the Dursleys then. Oh, no, in my luck, I'd be in Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff's great. And also, he's taken that off a boy that he can't stand. He's met this boy, he's mm. decided he hates him. But his views must be right. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, he's gone away. Yeah. Oh, terrible. He's probably right about everything. And then, yeah, enter Brett Harry. It's my birthday. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, here's some curses. I'm going to find some curses for Dudley. Settle down. Yeah. And I'm going to buy myself a gold cauldron. 
Who are you? Yeah, he's already you, changed. You've changed. I don't. You, I don't recognise you anymore, Harry. You're not the Harry that I met under the stairs, sat in the spider's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, the past twelve hours have been terrible for your character. <laughs> Harry, I, I have to admit, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I'm going to leave you here. Goodbye. The, this money's gone to your head. <laughs> Can I just say something about the money, right? And this is me siding with the Dursleys here, okay? They, you know, it is going to cost them to have Harry there. They are going to have to, you know, feed him and clothe him and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. They don't get a penny from the Potter's fortune. Why isn't any of their money going towards Harry, Harry's first 11 years of, of life, of childhood? Maybe that's why they didn't want to, they haven't spent that much on him. Yeah. If only the uh, potters had put in their will, give a couple nuts to the uh, <laughs> Dursleys. <laughs> or maybe that was, that was offered, we've left you some nuts, we're all right. We're all right, thank you. <laughs> Not knowing what they were. <laughs> there's a great, uh, there's an old Rowan Atkinson sketch where he's an old man reading somebody's will He's after they've died. Mm. And he goes, and to my niece Mary, who I always promised I'd mention in my will... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to giving everybody else stuff. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Shout out to Mary. So then they go into Ollivander's. Ollivander's one shot. We love it. We love to see it. <laughs> He's a weirdo. I love it. Not He's blinking. Scary. Yeah. Um, stroking his long finger across Harry's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, not giving anyone else a chance to talk either. No. Just talking, just not even asking questions, just blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I was, uh, knew you'd be seeing you in here, but go on. He remembers every wand he's ever sold. Mm. What a talent. Yeah. What a talent. <laughs> um, I think I might, because each, each wand is such an experience, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Do you think it would like... But this shop has been going since uh, 382 BC. You yeah. know, it's been going for over 2,000 years. And it's always been called Ollivander's. And 382. I'm a bit worried about... I don't uh, believe it. Do you not? I'm not sure I believe it. Well, I'm just a bit worried about how it's going to carry on. Because he's very old and he d I don't think he has any children. Would you know? Or family. He's he's not 2,000 years old. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, is his whole family have had this shop for 2,000 years. How do you not know he's, how do you know he's not got any children? There's no men... Look at him! What? You're Listen saying he, he's him. never had it away? He's ancient. He's weird. Yeah, definitely. He's got... Definitely. The, <laughs> amount, the amount this bloke talks about inches and stuff, you're like... Yeah. Steady on back. Like, imagine on a date with a woman. Uh, eight inches, I assume. <laughs> like, he, he offers Harry a wand. Only seven inches. It's like... I don't know. It's weird that wands can differ in length so much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, uh, Hagrid's was 16 inches long, wow. and people are having, like, seven inches, at uh, seven-inch wands. So you have a wand that's mm. nine inches longer. Yeah. It's like, oh, I wish I could keep mine in my coat pocket. Yeah, exactly. I'd carry a bloody snooker case around with it. <laughs> Well, then, if Hagrid has a has a little seven-inch wand, it would, he'd probably crush it by accident. I think he'd need a, a big one. Yeah, he needs like a baton, doesn't he? Now, it's funny you should say about snooker cases, because I, I'm a snooker fan, as you know. Oh, I. And last week, so every snooker player has their own snooker cue, and some of them will have the same cue 
throughout their whole career. Yeah. And um, this, there was a player called Mark Davis who whose snooker cue got stolen from his car. Oh, I hate to see it. And he lost it. And because he lost it, he pulled out of the tournament. <laughs> so rather than buy another cue or just borrow one and see how he got on, he pulled out of the whole tournament. And it really made me laugh because they put the news on Twitter and somebody put a tweet under the tweet going, where did he get this cue? Ollivander's one shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've got to bring this up this week for Partivision. That's insane. great. That's great. Is there a monetary prize for that competition? Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. They, they win all sorts. If you win the world, if you win the world championship nowadays, you get half a million pounds for winning the world championship. What a baby! I know. What a baby! You'd give yourself a chance, wouldn't you? Like he, every every round you win, you'd get like three or four grand in that tournament extra, and it, do- it usually doubles every time. Maybe this this uh, cue had his like fingers, you know, finger grooves in it. And yeah, maybe. It's not long. But I love that. I found Ollivander a bit emasculating to Hagrid. He goes, uh, oh, "Oh, Hagrid, remember your wand? Uh, Sixteen inches, yeah, uh, a bit bendy. I suppose they broke it in half when you got expelled. Yeah, yeah they did actually. Yeah, why have you got to bring that up? You know, they know they broke it in half. You're Mister Wand. I got expelled like fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who sees Hagrid." Knows he got his wand expelled. Why you got to bring that up? Yeah, not much. Oh, I suppose, suppose you're impotent, aren't you, Hagrid? You've got, got, got a wand. <laughs> uh, I still kept the pieces, mind. You're not using it, are you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Grabbing his brolly. Okay, so he tries a few wands. Loads of ones. Tape measures flying about, right? Tape measures flying measuring around. Measuring his nostrils, measuring his ears. Yeah. Ollivander's not making any note of those measurements. No. What's he doing that for? I reckon if he... Gra- <laughs> like, what's going to happen is he'll reach for a wand and then the tape measure will slap it out of his hand. Wrong one! Yeah, what is that for? Imagine that. You say, you come into my shop. You know, oh, can I get a snooky key, please? Yeah. So I'm measuring your face. What are these measurements for? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just that. Mind your business. Um, yeah, so ones. No, try that one. No, I won't let you. Not letting you. And then he uh, gets a good one. It's a good one. Fireworks, orange fireworks. Yeah. Hagrid is whooping and cheering. Whoa! <laughs> well Whoop. done, Harry. Whoopee! Harry, Harry, <laughs> Harry. Give me an H. That's enough, Hagrid. <laughs> I think this calls for another pint. No. It is curious that you should be destined for this wand. <laughs> well, it's brother. He says, like, yeah, he goes, uh, every wand is different, is it? Because it sounds like there's three ingredients. Yeah. A type of wood, like something inside it, yeah. and a length. <laughs> but it's the something inside it that's different. Oh, I suppose. Every dragon heart string is different. Fine, then. Every phoenix feather is different. Fine, then. Every, every bottle of Coca-Cola is different. <laughs> no two have the same amount of bubbles. No two have the same name on the side. Does yours say Maria? <laughs> no. Does it say Magdalena? No. It says Lucas. <laughs> exactly. All bottles of Coca-Cola are different. Yeah, and he goes, uh, yeah, then he goes like, um, he's like, um, it's curious that you should be destined for this wand when its brother flew two planes into the World Trade (laughs) Centre. No, he goes, um, he does not say that. 
We just do say that in our Pottervision show, which we hope to be back live soon. We'll be back! Um, uh, yeah, he says, um, when his brother gave you that scar, and I'm assuming he once again put his long white finger on Harry's forehead. Yeah. Get your fingers off me. Yeah. <laughs> Get your fingers off me. <laughs> but imagine if you were going to have, a, I don't know, saying to get a, a suit fitted. Yeah. Right, and uh, you get measured, you get a suit fitted, and all oh, that fits lovely, but it, it's very curious. <laughs> the only other suit I've sold in this particular size and colour, the person wearing it nearly murdered you <laughs> and murdered your mother and father. In fact, he murdered millions. Um, I'm all right for this suit, thanks. Can I Can I not buy this one? Uh, no, re- re- reconsider. You're going to do great things in this suit. Like uh, the man who murdered your mother and father. He did, he did great things. Terrible, but, but great. great. It was terrible that he murdered your mother and father, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was terrible. He did great things. Oh, it was great. Awful. Oh, terrible. But great. But bloody good. You know. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it was absolutely horrendous, but marvellous at the God, same time. It was good. A lot of us were saying, yeah, that's good. I like it. But we know it's bad. <laughs> that's like when someone says a horrendous joke, like, you know, like a, a racist joke in private. And then they go, oh, you shouldn't say that. You said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why did you tell us that? Oh, it, it's <laughs> not right, but it's funny, isn't it? Oh, he did terrible things. Great mind. Oh, I loved them. <laughs> I absolutely loved them. Fantastic. A murderer, but fantastic. Look at this flag I have. It says Fred West on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee! Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> Why have you got that flag? Fred West is terrible. I know, but he's great. <laughs> he's great. So he's got all his stuff. He gets an owl. Hagrid buys him an owl for his Lovely. birthday, which is a very nice gesture. And then on the way back, Harry gets uh, what we would now call imposter syndrome. Yeah. Uh, in which he doesn't believe that he's famous. He doesn't believe all the, the talk that he's going to do all this stuff. Now, I wanted to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, and a lot of other people know, that you are God on Earth. You are an Adonis. Yeah. You are witty. Oh, this is lovely. You are the cleverest person I've ever met. When you walk round, there is just an aura of purity. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And yet, do you ever sometimes doubt any of that? Hmm. Well, uh, no, because other people are so uh, positive in it all. It's just nice to see so many people nodding and clapping and yeah. smiling. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And cheering. Yippee, they say. Um, if I was Harry, yeah, it is a bit overwhelming. He has mm. had quite 24 hours. Mm-hmm. A bit potty. Yeah. They've been absolutely crackers. Mm-hmm. 24 hours of uh, silliness. Mentally, yeah. Really, haven't they? They've uh, dropped him off. You know, as he's walked round, uh, people are shaking his hand, mm. yeah, touching his forehead. Uh, people have been slagging things off he doesn't understand. Information overload. Mental. And he's been told by people, you're amazing. Yeah, and now, and then uh, Hagrid got, and he's like, Hagrid, I don't get it. Everyone's saying I'm an amazing wizard, but I don't feel that way. And Hagrid's eating his burger and he goes, yeah, it's your first day, give it a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give it a chance, Harry. You know, he's not even got all his stuff yet. And he's going to go home 
He's going to go home to the Dursleys. <laughs> Look at all this junk. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be so upset him carrying that into the house. Yeah. Have you seen the Dursleys? He's got an owl. Hey. That fat lad's probably going to eat it. <laughs> Chuck it through the conservatory. <laughs> He's probably going to swap it for an air rifle. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> what if Dursley's like, oh, you got an eye and a parrot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then he has to go. This must be a weird feeling. He's had a day of all this magic. This is, the, this is what I love about this chapter is he's had, like, magic things happen. He's met Hagrid, but now he's met the world of magic. Yeah. He's been where there are wizards everywhere, there's magical things, fantastical things, and he's finding out that not just magic exists, but every supernatural being that you've ever thought of. Vampires Mm -hmm. exist, hags exist, goblins exist, dragons exist. Mm -hmm. All these things exist, and uh, suddenly then he has to go back to the Dursleys for a month. Yeah. And he knows he's going to be doing... Hogwarts and magic, but he's got that month of being back with them. Must be weird. He's got a month. If I was this little nit, which I know he doesn't do, I would read all of those books front to back. Yeah. You're like, I don't know anything. Yeah. I should know it all. When yeah. they get on the train and Hermione's like, um, he's doing that quiz. Yeah. Doing just that little spell for his sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, whoa, why don't you do it yourself? Yeah. You've had a month. You've got the same book she's got. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> He's done nothing over the summer holidays. Laying in his bed daydreaming. <laughs> ah! He's got so much... Right, which I think the first book I would read, uh, and I this is a personal preference, you know you can't do magic, mm-hmm. so I would read The History of Magic. That would be my one, because I think a lot of kids would know a lot of that already. What do you think? I'd read maybe History or maybe the uh, whole book of spells. Yeah. You the, know, like, yeah, yeah. was it... The standard book of spells. Standard book of spells. Grade one. You just read them, and then you know them. Yeah, you, you practice know them with then. a pencil. Yeah, hundred percent. Practice, and then when you get there, you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." I know this. But he sits, fucking doing fuck all, looking at his owls, waving at it. Hey, go and get me a beano. Wonder if his chores continued. Probably find out in the next chapter. Yeah, I think I think we do get a little bit about the Dursleys again in the next chapter. I'm looking forward to. Right then. Yes. What a chapter it's been. Yeah. Out of, uh, what are you giving it? Out of eight Harry eyes. Out of eight? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, we're changing the uh, the scale. <laughs> Do you know what? That's really interesting because I loved this chapter. Mm-hmm. We've got the wizarding world. We meet more characters. We get so much juicy information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fantastic. I think the world building that JK has done in this chapter is fantastic. I feel Mm -hmm. like now we actually have an idea of what this world looks like. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's fantastic. I think we get uh, character development with Harry. We start to get stuff about the Philosopher's Stone. We meet Malfoy, that plant is seeded. Mm -hmm. The whole bit about him being famous in the pub is excellent. I loved it. If it was out of five, I would have given it five. But because you've done eight, I don't think it's quite eight out of eight. So I'm going to give it Seven and a half out of eight Harry eyes. Oh my god. You were gonna give it five out of five. I would have given it five out of five. How yeah. is that any different from giving it eight out of eight? Because of like the rounding up system. So like for instance But you were gonna give it hundred percent, now you're giving it ninety percent. But you you you're rounding it up, aren't you? So we were only doing we were doing four and a half, weren't yeah. we? But four and a half is only ninety percent. 
So, for instance, if I thought it was uh, 95%, yeah. I'd round it up to five stars. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd have given it... Because I, I, I would have thought that four and a half stars... So, you're giving enough. it seven and a half? Seven and a half. Oh, I don't look at that half an eyeball. No. Especially gonna... on a Harry's head. Yeah. Um, so, I'm giving it... I agree with you a lot. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Really great. I loved Hagrid's attitude throughout the whole thing. He's drinking, he's doing spells, he's eating ice cream, he's a bit sick of Harry. Yeah. Draco pops in, he's a bit of a nit. Ollivander's an absolute creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm giving it hmm, seven eyeballs out of eight. Very good. Fantastic, fantastic. Right. Now, yes. are you ready <laughs> for quiz five? Cool. Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I want eight eyes. What did I offer? What's the prize? Did I offer you an Eskimo kiss or something? I think last week it was an Eskimo kiss, but I lost. You lost. This week there is so much information that I am not confident at all. Yeah. You think you're going to do it? (laughs) How do you think you're going to do, Sweaty? I'll be lucky to get three, but I I have tried to revise, but uh, there was a lot to do. Question one. Yes. What type and size cauldron is Harry required to get? Pewter, standard size, two. (laughs) He's good, he's good. Okay. (laughs) Who wrote The Dark Forces Guide to Self-Protection? I believe that is Quentin Trimble. This is insane. (laughs) Can you believe he's got two? (laughs) Two old women are sat in the corner of the leaky cauldron, drinking what? Oh. Oh, I know this, sherry. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> you got three so far. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. This is tough. Question four. Yeah. Quirrell is buying a new book on... What? Oh. Oh, no. See, I think it's this, but I'm not sure. Vampires. Correct. Oh, yes. Come on. Question five. <laughs> what is the name of the owl shop? Elops Owl Emporium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question six. Wait, how many are there? <laughs> As many. What? Um, can you recite the poem? No. In uh, Gringotts Bank? No. No. <laughs> Not learnt that eight-line poem, no. And question seven. Yeah. Uh, James Potter, what one did he have? Uh, I know it was 11 inches. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say Ash. No, I know it's 11 inches. But... Alas, it was 11-inch mahogany pliable. Ah. Uh, unfortunately, Lucas, you do not win the Eskimo kiss. Ah. It is rolling over. So until... it's now the... <laughs> Hang on, it's all gone to whatever it is. The, the rating is now out of eight. The quiz is now out of seven. I don't, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. You're advancing. Yeah, You're getting great. True. You do it like, you know, as, as you go on, things get harder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're learning true. guitar, you don't just stay on the same three chords. Things yeah. are going to get harder. Yeah. I'm true. trying to challenge you. Yeah, I need to up my game. Well, I'm, I'm quite happy with five out of seven. Five out of seven. The Eskimo kiss rolls over another week. Yeah.
Quiz, quizzy, quiz, quizzy, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizzy, quiz, quizzy, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? He'll blow me a kiss, and I'll blow him one too. Right. Yes, thank you all very much for watching. Please follow us on uh, Twitter, The Potter Vision, Instagram, The Potter Vision, Facebook, just Potter Vision, and you can also catch us on www.pottervision.com. If you have any questions, go to pottervision.com and you can. there's a contact form there. You can fill that in. And please join us next week for episode six. The journey, journey from, from platform, platform nine and three quarters. quarters. Thank you so much. We've been the Potter Vision boys. Goodbye. Love you. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye.